Hi guys, uh, welcome to another uh, Christomatic podcast. Uh, today we are going to be considering um, Lesson 37 of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Sunday School Manual. And the topic is Managing Anger Part 2. My name is Jude Jonathan uh, and I'll be uh, taking you through today's topic, praise God. But before we do, can we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for an opportunity to learn again at your feet. We give you all glory and all the honor for every podcast that has come and gone. Lord, this is another one. It's our prayer that you will help us to be meek and calm and to exercise restraint in the face of provocations. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. So like I was saying, lesson 37, Managing Anger, part 2. And today's topic, we have a Bible passage from the book of Numbers, chapter 20, verses 8 to 12. Numbers 20, verses 8 to 12. And it goes, it says, Take the rod and gather thou the assembly together, thou and Aaron thy brother, and speak ye unto the mountain before their eyes, and it shall give forth its water, and thou shalt bring forth to them water out of the rock. So thou shalt give the congregation and their beast drink. And Moses took the rod from before the Lord, as he commanded him. And Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation together before the rock. And he said unto them, Hear now, ye rebels, must we fetch ye water out of this rock? And Moses lifted up his hand, and with, the, and with his rod he smote the rock twice, and water came out abundantly. And the congregation drank, and their beasts also. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, because ye believe not to sanctify me in the eyes of the children of Israel. Therefore ye shall not bring this congregation into the land which I have given them. Hallelujah. So <laughs> this verse is very, very, very scintillating. It happened that when God was speaking back to them the second time, you know, after the, the post-water uh, incident, God counted them out of the equation of people he was taken to the promised land. He actually said it point blank. He said by himself, the Lord God of hosts, he said, therefore, ye shall not bring these congregation into the land which I have given them. He counted Moses and Aaron out of the equation. Hmm. Praise God. Now, um, before we go back to that Numbers 20, verse 8 to 12, I would like to take the memory verse and then introduce today's topic, Managing Anger, Part 2. So, a memory verse is taken from the book of Psalms, chapter 37, verse 8, and it says, Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. I'll tell you it again. Psalms, chapter 37, verse 8, it says, Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. Now, today's topic is a very important one, a continuation from our last topic, Managing Anger, that one. And today, I need you to know that it is important for me to re-emphasize to you that anger is a valid emotion and not always a sin. So most times when you're angry, at first it's not a sin. But remember we said in the last topic, when you let anger rest, it then becomes a sin. Now, God allows for righteous anger. Yeah, God allows for righteous anger. Now, what is righteous anger? Now, righteous anger is an anger with the proper focus. 
Righteous anger is the anger with the proper motivation, the anger with the proper control, the anger with the proper duration, and the anger with the proper result. Now, our problem is that our anger is often motivated by selfishness and directed towards other people instead of towards sin. Praise God. Now, in the book of Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31, it says, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Praise God. It should be put away. All angers with bitterness, put them away. If you must be angry, do not sin. And if you must be angry, make sure it is a righteous anger that is targeting towards sin, towards things that are not supposed to be as a Christian. Now, managing anger is an important life skill. Thankfully, God's word contains principles regarding how to handle anger in a godly manner and how we can overcome sinful anger as well. Now, listen, um, if you have been, you know, denied a lot, you know, from anger, if, if anger has you know, denied you a lot of things, if it has stolen a lot of things from you, made you do crazy things, and you wish for a solution. Today is the day the Lord will set you free. I just need to listen, key into today's topic, and God will help you through the help of the Holy Spirit and through the instructions you'll be receiving today. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, Numbers 20, verse 8 to 12, one major reason God denied Moses to lead the children of Israel to promised land was because of anger and unbelief. Now, they, they were so angry against the children of Israel and they thought that their righteousness could work out, their anger could work out the righteousness of the children of Israel. No way, it couldn't. It, it made them do crazy things, things that were not exactly what God instructed them to do. And then God, you know, spoke back to them immediately, minusing them from the equation of those that will inherit the promised land by telling them, because ye believe me not to sanctify me in the eyes of the children of Israel. Therefore, ye shall not bring this congregation into the land which I promised to give them. To them, them, minusing Aaron and Moses because of anger. Praise God. Now, I need to, today's topic is just to study how to manage anger, and it's my prayer that God will help you and help me to manage anger at a time where we are tempted to be so angry in Jesus' name. Now, lesson two, two are lesson outlines are what we're going to be considering in today's topic. The first one says the causes of anger, and the second one says how to handle anger biblically. First question, what are the causes of anger? Now, number one, anger can be caused uh, what can sorry what can cause anger is relational misunderstanding relational misunderstanding this is a kind of misunderstanding that involves a relationship where people misplace take advantage of relationships can cause this anger now out of all the contrast of all top stories in the bible i'm just going to just pick two two and, and discuss number one is abraham and lot it was this time in the book of Numbers, chapter 13, verse 7 to 8, where Lot and Abraham grew so great in, in, their, in, in, in riches. They grew, grew so great. Their cattle were you know, in numerous. And something happened. Uh, the headsmen for Abraham and the headsmen for Lot, they, they began to strife between themselves. You know, there was strife, strong strife. And, and then the Canaanites and the Perizzites also dwelt in the land, seeing this thing happen, you know. And Abraham, you know, came down, stooped low. He was the older. 
Lot was his was his nephew, but he stood low and he told Lot, "We don't need to, we don't need this kind of relationship. It is not healthy, you know." But there was strife, there was anger because of uh, uh, um, relational misunderstanding. Another story is in the book of First Samuel chapter twenty, verse thirty, when. Um, Jonathan understood the calling of God upon David and he submitted to God's will for the land of Israel, you know, uh, and his father, you know, didn't understand what God was doing, felt that there was no king like him uh, and David could not, you know, uh, to take over from him, but, and then he cursed him, he cursed Jonathan, his son, by calling him a treacherous, a perverse possessed son from a rebellious woman saying he has chosen over the son of Jesse other than his father so that could be a cause of anger relational misunderstanding secondly pride now pride could also be another cause of anger um, one of the topics uh, one of the story the stories that come to mind is in the book of Exodus chapter 3 verse 5 and that place said and when Ammon saw Mordecai bowed down not nor did he reverence then was Haman full of wrath now <laughs> Haman was full of wrath for Mordecai it wasn't new he had this hatred for Jews and because uh, Mordecai would not bow to him because in the in the Jew tradition in the Jew culture they would bow to nobody except God Almighty they would reverence nobody they would respect but reverence which is given to God in the same magnitude cannot be given to man and it drove it drove Haman mad and it drove him to his death to do things that were crazy and he turned out to um, uh, to to, uh, to death for him now what else can cause uh, anger what else can cause anger? Um, another thing that can cause anger is frustration or job pressure, frustration. For example, in our Bible reading, we saw that Moses was frustrated. He, he had so much pressure on him in the job he was doing. He had so much pressure. In fact, there came a time when the pressure was much and his father-in-law Jethro had to tell him to uh, appoint more people to help him. The job pressure was too much and because the pressure was too much he was frustrated and that was why in verse 10 of that place where we read he smote the rock twice and he spoke something out of place to these people. Praise God. Calling them rebels. The people who God, whom God has summoned that's what anger can do. Now, number four, what can cause anger? Grievous words, harsh words. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs chapter 15, verse 1, Proverbs chapter 15, verse 1, it said, according to the Amplified Version, it said, a soft and a gentle and a thoughtful answer turns away wrath, but harsh and painful or grievous, careless words tears up anger. Now, when, when, you are, when you are talking with somebody or someone who is embittered about something, you need to choose your words carefully. When you are relating with people, you need to be a thoughtful speaker. You need to be a gentle, a soft, and a thoughtful speaker. It doesn't show how weak you are, no. It only shows how considerate you are and how responsive you, you are, uh, responsible you are. Praise God. So whenever you talk you know, with harsh words, or grievous words, it always tears up anger. It can cause anger both to you and to the other party. Now, what else can cause anger? Another thing that can cause anger 
is feelings of being cheated feelings of being cheated when a person feels cheated and he begins to see signs that he was cheated it's enough to cause frustration it's enough for the person to ease out in anger the story that comes to mind is in the book of second kings chapter 6 verse 28 to uh, 29 it's a story of uh, two women in the time in the land when there was it was very a very very bad famine in the land and then these two women uh, they decided that they could not die of hunger and they agreed and said okay i'm gonna we're gonna eat our children so we'll cook the other woman said we'll eat yours today and tomorrow we'll eat mine so that we can survive and the other woman agreed and they, she killed her child sadly and they ate and the next day when the other woman came to collect the, the other other's child and she said she hid her child and said no and he came to the king she felt cheated and she was grievous the bible says she was grievous she was she grieved against the other woman calling her sort of names another another story that comes to mind when we talk about uh, feelings of being cheated again in the bible is uh, the story of the brother of the prodigal son the book of luke chapter 15 verse 25 to 28. the bible made us understand that he came in from the fields and he had this parting sound you know there was party in the house and he asked one of the servants what's going on and the servant told narrated what was happening and the bible said he was grieved within him he felt so cheated and he called his father outside you know feelings of being cheated you know can bring out anger the easier you identify these things the, the easier it is for you to control anger praise god now what else can cause anger injustice injustice can cause anger another story that comes to mind in the bible is found in the book of matthew chapter 18 verses 32 to 34. the bible made us to understand that there was this certain servant who was owing his master ten thousand talents and he couldn't pay and he pleaded with his master and said master please forgive me and the master forgave him out of the generosity of his heart and this same servant on going out saw another servant that was owing him just hundred pence Nothing compared to 10,000 talent. And what did he do? He grabbed on this other servant and it was threatening to throw him into jail. And then the master was passing by and saw what was happening. And he grew angry at he grew angry at this other servant who he had forgiven. And he took out a very, very drastic action. Now, injustice can cause anger praise God now what else can cause anger number seven is abuse number seven abuse abuse can also cause anger and also when we're talking about abuse physical abuse emotional abuse psychological abuse name it can cause anger now one of the abuse that comes to mind is in the book of second Samuel chapter 13 verses 14 16 and 22 so that was talking that was talking about the story of uh, Amnon and Tamar now um, we know the story very well uh, Amnon had a very useless friend whose name was Jonadab who advised him evil and said he should act as though he were sick so that he would get his sister to come bring food and then he would lie with her Tama Tama was pretty according to how the Bible explained her Tama was the sister to Absalom another uh, brother to uh, Amnon but from another mother and what happened and when Tama raped when um, Tama was raped by Amnon the Bible said he hated her he hated her now when someone abuse rapes or in any way uh, abuse someone um, that's this is exactly what happens anger is begin, begins to stare between the abused 
or the, pers- uh, the person that is abusing and the relations of those of the person that was abused it will be this anger to lay costs you know to um take actions now if you are in this category you are you are you 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 know in you you are battling abusing people i need you to run to jesus right now and surrender and if you've been abused in the past my prayer is that the lord will heal you in jesus name now what else can cause anger and grief what else can cause wrath uh, number eight says memory of a traumatic experience memory of a traumatic experience memory of infidelity memories of stress financial issues these are things that confront us day to day it is enough to make people angry no wonder they say the poor are always angry because of issues it, when you it's among them that you will find all these kind of things but i'm not actually hey i'm not trying to uh, you know justify the poor or anything but i'm trying to speak to somebody today that because of your anger could be when you remember a traumatic you know experience something that happened that is traumatizing you and you feel anger just burst over you you know and or when you when when you remember an infidelity that was done you know against you or you remember a stress whether it be an emotional stress a psychological stress whatever kind of stress or a financial issue that pokes you in the face and makes you look helpless it's enough to stay up anger praise god now the last thing what what causes anger the last thing on our list is poor social and environmental situation poor social and environmental situation these happens uh, when uh, uh, you know uh, the citizens of a country uh, they are experiencing what we call poor social uh, schemes from the government uh, environmental situations that are not even health wise balanced you know it's enough for people to get angry and, and and begin to say things against the government against the leadership against anyone and people begin to become cranky and and, and, and very angry you know why it's because of poor social environment poor social or environment situations you know god will help us in jesus name now we've identified the major reasons or the major causes of danger now the second part of this same lesson outline one is what are the dangers of untamed anger now it's enough to be angry it's enough to be angry at some of these things most of us fall within the categories or i've gone to one of these things we've mentioned before but what are the dangers if you cannot tame these identifications number one it can shatter communications and tear apart apart relationship if you're not able to contain anger if you're not able to tame anger you will find out that you will break and you will shatter communications that you you spent years building or you will tear down relationship you spent years or days or you spent a lot building you need we we need to learn how to manage anger so it wouldn't help us tear down what we've built in years in people's relationship or in communication now secondly it can break fellowship and bring damages to the church now when we're talking about the church setting right now anger can break fellowship anger can bring damage to the church someone who has been you know silent in church contributing to the church and probably because of untamed anger we couldn't control his anger and he burst out and make a mess of himself and makes a mess of the church don't let you be the one through your anger that the enemy will use that the devil will use to bring you know destruction or harm to the church praise god now 
Now, what else can untamed anger do? Now, it can ruin both joy and the health of many Christians. It can bring, it can ruin both joy and the health of many people. And when you hold anger in you, we said in our last lesson that when you hold anger in you, anger that has been stored up in the heart and has stayed there, number one, could make you look foolish, not only make you look foolish, but it can put you in harm's way. Your health could be at stake. Now, also, if you are harboring untamed anger, the danger of it is that it can result in bitterness and resent. You don't need to be there. Remember, in the book, that, that place where we started, one of the verses we read in the book of Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31, it says, let all bitterness, all bitterness be put away, be put away from you. Remember, remember. Now, another danger of untamed anger is it can lead to self-destruction and destruction of property. I used to have these neighbors at some time when uh, they had this, uh, this uh, disagreement and the wife got so angry and she went down with a, with, 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 with a, a bat and she smashed the glass screen, smashed the television screen and caused a lot of destruction of property. Now, that's what anger can do. Anger can make you do crazy things that can either lead to your own self-destruction or destruction of properties you've worked hard to get. Now, I need you to understand that when you when, when you untame your anger, if you're not able to tame your anger, you can harm others physically and emotions, emotionally, sorry to say. For years, out of anger, you could say to somebody something that would destroy the person's spirit. God will help us in Jesus' name. All right, now what other dangers can untamed angers uh, do? It can lead to murder. It can lead to murder. The Bible made us understand in early in the book of Genesis that uh, that uh, Cain could not hold his anger against his brother and he went ahead to murder him. He went ahead to commit murder. Don't let your anger lead you to a place where you commit murder, whether physical murder or um or you say something to somebody to kill his spirit you know at that time now lastly untamed anger can hinder one from making heaven it can now in the book of uh, matthew chapter 5 verse 22 it says anyone that is angry with his brother without any cause with no just cause and you say to him raka you are in a danger of hell when you you are angry without no cause and you are you know, you are angry with somebody without any cause. The Bible says that anger is a danger. It can hinder one from making heaven. I don't think you want to be in that position. Now, First John chapter 3, verse 15 also, it's another verse that explains to us um, that anyone, uh, it says, whosoever hated his brother is a murderer. Whosoever hated his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer had part in eternal life. He had no eternal life abiding in him. Praise God. So when you hate, when you are angry and you hate somebody, you are just like a murderer. Anger can hinder you from making heaven. You need to know that. Now, again, if you look at the book of Genesis chapter 49, verse 6, 7, it made us to understand there that Levi and Simeon were cursed because of their anger and their wrath. They were cursed. I don't want I don't want the heaven to curse you because you were trying to, you know, uh, give out to an emotion that didn't favor you in any way, spiritually or physically. Praise God. 
the lord will help us in jesus name now second lesson outline says how to handle anger biblically now i'm going to run through this and i pray that the god will give us understanding as we run through it in jesus name amen so how can a believer manage anger without sin first you need to recognize and admit your error now when you are angry you need to recognize and admit your error. The book of Proverbs chapter 28 verse 18 says, He that covereth a sin shall not prosper, but whosoever openeth it, confess it, and forsake it, them shall have mercy. Now, John chapter 1 First John chapter 1 verse 9 says, If we confess our sins, it's faithful and just forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You need to just recognize and admit your error and then God will take over from there. Now number two, how can you manage anger without sinning? View anger as a trial of faith. You need to see anger as a trial of faith. James chapter 1 verse 2 to 4 it says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation. Anger inclusive. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patient, but let patient have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Whenever you are faced with anger or anyone offends you or any situation offends you, I want you to see it as a trial of faith, something that is coming to test something in you. Remember the story of Joseph after his brothers had sold him out. It was enough for him to forsake his family. And, you know, at the time, God lifted him up with all that had been done. He was thrown to a well. He was sold into slavery. He was forgotten. He was for good. He was sold by his brothers. The money was collected. You know, it's enough to be angry, you know. But guess what this young man did? In the book of Genesis chapter 50 verse 20, he, he said unto them, he said, But as for you, you thought it evil against me, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is this day to save much people alive. When someone confronts you with a grievance, I do, I'm not saying you should not react, but if you were going to react, think of these things. Always view any anger, any spring out of anger as a view it as an as a trial of faith and when you see it from that view it helps you to manage that anger praise god now number three how can believers manage anger without sin you need to depend on god to help you manage anger you cannot do it on your own the same story of joseph when he met his brother and they were they were about to speak and jesus joseph said unto him said unto them he said fear not for am i god am i am i in the place of god to carry out the recompense of what you have done no i am not i'm not genesis chapter 5 50 verse 20 uh, 19 sorry to say praise god and the book of romans chapter 12 verse 19 the amplified version says beloved never avenge yourself but leave the way open for god's wrath and his judicial righteousness for it is written in the scriptures that vengeance is mine and i will repay says the lord so whenever you are confronted you know with a situation that brings anger or that you know wants to birth anger in you please depend on god to help you at that point in time and he will praise god number four avoid revenge avoid revenge just do good for evil the, that place the same story of uh, joseph is a perfect example that genesis chapter 50 verse 21 it says now that joseph looked at the whole situation and he told them now therefore fear ye not i will nourish you instead of you know carry out reply your anger reply in anger to what you have done rather i will nourish you and your little ones and he comforted them and speak kindly unto them 
Wow. It's enough, you know, it's enough for what has been done to him that we, we can call that a justified anger if he actually take it out on them. Some will say because they did this to him, they did that to that. How many things have been done to you that look justifiable? As a Christian, you need to just show love, you know, in response to anger. It's a way, it's a suppressant to anger. Remember, Romans chapter 12, verse 21, it says, Be not be not overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So I, I, am, I am advising you today that another way you can, as a believer, manage anger without sin is to avoid revenge. Do good for evil. Praise God. Now, number five is effective communication and understanding effective communication and understanding uh remember in the book of proverbs chapter 15 verse 1 that i quoted before we said something there we said that um we mentioned that a soft answer turns away wrath you know a soft anger it's soft sorry a soft and a gentle and a thoughtful answer turns away wrath that's there's no way you can respond to anger in a thoughtful way if you don't try to understand it Praise God. You need to understand why the grievance. You need to understand what is bringing this up. In that way, then you can learn to control through effective communication and understanding. Praise God. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 15. It tells us, uh, we're going to receive 15, 26, and 29. It says in the amplified, amplified version, it said, But speaking the truth in love in all things, both over, over our speech and our life, expressing his truth, let us grow up in all things into him, following his example, who is the head, Christ. Now, verse 26 says, Be angry at sin, at immorality, at injustice, at ungodly behaviors, yet do not sin. Do not let your anger cause you shame nor allow you to eat, lest or last until the sun goes down. And verse 29 says, do not let unwholesome, foul, profane, wordless, vulgar words ever come out of your mouth, but only such speech as is good for building up others according to need and the occasion, so that it will be a blessing to those who hear you speak. Praise the name of the Lord. So you need effective communication. You need uh, an understanding, you know, to be able to manage anger without sin. Praise God. Now, what other ways can we manage anger without sin as Christians is by setting a limit to anger. Say to yourself, no matter what, I cannot go to that extent. Tell yourself this, no matter what, I cannot go, set an extent and say, I cannot go to this extent. If anger will cause me to exchange on profane words, vulgar words, abusive words, or make me to physically, you know, abuse somebody, I will never go. It's better to just keep short, just set the limit on anger. The Bible made us to understand the book of Matthew chapter 7, verse 6. It says, do not give that which is holy to dogs, and do not throw your pearls before pigs, for they will trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces. Your words, don't throw your good words to the pigs. Make sure, make sure, make sure, make sure your words are always holy. So that verse in turn is trying to tell you that you should set a limit to where you throw good things. You know, your words, your words shouldn't go beyond the limit. You are already set aside. You already put aside by God. You should not be found among, among these swines. You should not be found 
No. Tell yourself, I will not be foolish. I will not get to this limit. God will help you in Jesus' name. Now, lastly, how can you as a believer manage anger without sin? You need to avoid the anger factor. Whether be it a man or a situation, you need to avoid it. You need to avoid it. And something is there, when you, when you notice those things that make you angry, you need to avoid them. You need to identify those things that easily set you off. You know, you need to avoid them. And when you are caught unawares, you can still choose to walk away. Just walk away. It's better to walk away than stay with, within and be tempted. Praise God. Now, how can we overcome anger totally? The answers are, number one, tell it to God in prayer. If you have an anger situation, put your knees on the ground and lift up your hands to God. And God is able to save you. Number two, rely on the word of God and his Holy Spirit. Just like we have been speaking, we spoke a lot of Bible verses that will help us throughout these things. Decide within yourself. Put the God of... The, the psalmist says, see, thy word am I hidden in my heart that I may not sin against you. Number three, do not let anger tarry in you. No. The Bible says that when in the book of Ecclesiastes, about seven verses, now he said, when anger now rests, it is when it rests, that now foolishness begins to come out. Don't let anger tarry in you. And the Bible, and the memory verse for last week, it says that uh, you should you, that you, that you can get angry, but don't let it stay over the night. Don't let it tarry because it becomes sin, and you're going to give way to the devil. Number four, follow peace with all men as much as possible as it is within your own capacity. Follow peace with all men. Romans chapter 12 verse 18. Romans chapter 12 verse 18 says so. You see, as much as it's within your capacity, follow peace with all men. Follow peace with all men as it, as far as it depends on you. Praise God. And Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14, it says, it says, follow peace with all men and holiness with, follow men with peace, follow men with holiness. He said, without which no eyes will see the Lord. And number five, do not keep record of offensive, offenses till the other day. Don't keep it. Make sure you sort them out. Mark chapter 11, verse 25, it says, and when you stand praying, forgive if ye, if ye have art against any, that your father may also, who is in heaven, forgive you your trespasses. If you have an art against anybody, don't take it to the next day. Because one, it will, hand, it will hinder your, your prayers from being answered. It will be a problem. It will be a chunk in your chest. You cannot even have a comfortable uh, body composition when you see the person whom uh, you have that offense against. Uh, then number six, learn to forgive others. Learn to forgive others. Matthew chapter 6 verse 24, when Jesus was teaching them the Lord's Prayer, it says, forgive, forgive us our debts even as we forgive debtors. If you come down to 14, it said you should forgive others who trespass against you, that your heavenly Father will forgive you. Learn to forgive offenders. Number seven, bear fruits of the spirit. Bear fruits of the spirit of peace, patience, self-control. These are the three most important keys that will keep you away from anger. When you have the spirit of peace within you, when you engage someone in a communication or whatever, or a situation, when you have the spirit of peace, there will be peace around you. There will be nothing to, you know, uh, to eccentrically 
you know deviate you from the focus of God who is out of Jesus Christ patience and self-control very important Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 23 say but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace long-suffering gentleness meekness faith you know he mentioned and go on and on and on then number eight do not lose your temper be angry but do not lose your temper it is so important make this a benchmark say to yourself that no matter what i can get angry but i will not lose my temper it is very important now people you know when it is gold when you actually stay silent in the midst of a brawl people begin to look at you and they wonder what is going on in his mind what is going on in his spirit who is he what is he where does he come from when someone is is is, is, is making this a mess you know raising his voice against you a situation that requires for you as a natural human being to react and you just take calm watching it makes you gold it makes you gold believers can can be angry you know but you cannot be angry beyond biblical limit now since we are not able to control the way others will behave or react to us or react to situations around us at least we can control the way we ourselves react to them or react to the situations too so therefore the word behave yourself is appropriate to manage anger always say to yourself behave yourself behave yourself behave yourself and ask yourself what would jesus do in these situations the lord will help us in jesus name so we've come to the end of today's podcast uh it, it is always my opportunity you always give me uh, this great joy to give you an opportunity if you know uh Anger has denied you a lot of things, has made you sin, has made you go contrary to God's way, has put you in a place away from God. I need you to say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died on the cross for me. I surrender to you and I ask that you come and live within me. I will dedicate my life, I rededicate or I dedicate my life to you. Please help me to become better. Help me to love you more. Help me to see you in your glory. Thank you, Father, for it is well. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you said this prayer, I want to let you know that Jesus Christ has come. He will dwell in you. You will become saved and you will become free. And I also want you to look for a Bible-believing church. Go there, fellowship with brethren. Look for people that you will mingle with that will guide you through the way of righteousness. And if you have any questions or concerns, please send us an an email. You know, our email is... um, christomaticministries at gmail.com please feel free to engage us via email and we'll respond to you god bless you i remain jude jonathan for the christomatic ministries god bless you as you're listening continually to the christomatic podcast in jesus name amen see you next time